0: Welcome to. I'm your host, Mixtape Majesty. I'm here today with our guest, Katie Allen. Yep. I wasn't sure if I should say your whole name. Are you okay with your your whole name being known? Yeah, that's okay. fine. Katie, middle name Allen. And let us preach to your choir or stoke your ire. What we lack in education, we make up for with rogues, rancors, and rebellion. Today, I'm going to be talking to Katie about the usual movies in general by the way you can swear
1: okay as much
0: as you want even more than you want to maybe this episode will be primarily focused on a little indie movie that came out last year in the year of 2016 called rogue Rogue one One, a star Star wars Wars story katie and i are both big star wars fans i think that's fair to
1: say i mean i have a whole shelf right there that's just star wars stuff yes that's not even all of it i'm currently (laughs) in
0: katie allen's house so what kind of movies have you seen lately
1: we've been on like a sad Movie kick lately? Oh, good, good. Um, good. We haven't really seen anything too new. I think the newest thing that we saw in theaters was King Kong. But um, at home, we watched Up, and then we watched Rogue One, and then we watched Les Mis, which all make me cry. So <laughs> I think that's the last movie that we
0: watched. Those are some good tearjerkers, yeah, for sure.
1: So I think we need to watch something happy next, but
0: I don't know what. Do you have like go-to happy movies that you watch to cheer yourself up? Not
1: really. I feel like I don't watch movies too much. Mm. And because I can never commit to like two and a half <laughs> hours of something. And so then I just have like this huge list of movies that I want to watch. And so then if I watch a movie I've already watched, I feel guilty. I to do the same thing with books. Like I have all these books I want to reread, mm. but I have like 200 books I haven't read yet. And every time I go out, I buy more books. I mean, I bought two books today already. So,
0: <laughs> what, what is your general opinion on when books are made into movies? I like to be pretty
1: open-minded about it. I feel like there's been some really bad ones but there's also some good ones like I like to think critically about it too and you know there's always differences but sometimes the differences make sense Mm -hmm. as far as the story kind of transferring over to a movie because there's some things that in a book just don't work but if it's a book I like I'll probably see the movie but I do have a thing where like if it's a book that I want to read I won't watch the movie until after I read the book same If it's a book I don't really care about, then Mm -hmm. I'll watch the movie. It doesn't really matter. But Mm -hmm. like I have this whole list of movies that I really want to watch, but I haven't read the books yet. So we haven't watched them yet. But overall, you know, I, I give them a shot. I can't really think of anyone that I was, like, super upset about. Oh,
0: really? So you liked... Uh... Well, The Hobbit
1: was garbage. Oh. That was shit. And actually, that made me really upset because, like, The Hobbit is the first book that I really remember, like, the first novel that I really remember getting into. And, like, um, Lord of the Rings in general is, like, I really enjoy it. And I really liked the first trilogy, despite, you know, there was obviously some flaws. But The Hobbit was absurd and did not need to be three movies. And <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. It was three. Was thinking it was terrible. yeah no it
1: was garbage um <laughs> well and also martin freeman is garbage didn't and they didn't they
0: get like progressively garbage or was it like the first one was bad the second one was okay but not as bad and the third one was like complete garbage I- yeah i think so i remember just one of them was like the one where legolas fucking uh, bounces across people's heads in the fuck river legolas. That, was, that was the worst one. i mean
1: in general books and movie <laughs> fuck legolas oh, but really? um
0: all I remember is that I had a crush on him when the movies came out when I was 13. And mm. I don't, so I don't, and like I haven't rewatched it enough to be, to have an objective opinion on his character now. I
1: mean, yeah. Is he kind of a dick? No, I just hate him. You're just not kind into that. Like fairy elf shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I mean, I don't, yeah, I guess in general, I don't really like the elves. Like, I hate Arwen. A lot oh, in the okay. in the book, she's like she's nothing really. She's kind of just mentioned in passing, and then in the movies, they turn it into this whole like ridiculous character. And she's also, it that was has Liv the Tyler. Big and love story, right? Yeah, and I mean, like it was there in the books, but not to the extent that they like played it up because they need a romance always. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. not a fan of Liv Tyler, no.
0: <laughs> so you, you can't think of any books to movies that were really terrible. So you liked um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, no? the first one. <laughs> well. I mean,
1: I have to give it props for being like pretty close to the book.
0: I guess, yeah.
1: Then again, it should have not been as long and as boring as it was (laughs) because that's an example of it not really translating well. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they did a pretty good job of including most things, except for, like, I mean, there was the whole poltergeist thing that they just cut from the whole series in general, but. Overall, I think they did really well keeping it close to the book, but then it just doesn't translate to a movie because it's boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the book is like the shortest book, and it's we we re- we rewatched them last summer, I think. Oh, okay, because Daniel had never seen them, mm-hmm. and I don't, I just forgot it was so damn long, and yeah, I don't remember that part, boring. Either. And I mean. They were annoying, but also they're supposed to be 11, and 11-year-olds are annoying, so.
0: So I don't remember, like, as far as it being faithful to the book, that part I didn't, like, have a particular problem with. I couldn't even get to that step, because, like, to me, it's like, okay, first step is, does it have, like, halfway decent, like, cinematography, and, like, the shots make sense, and you can see Mm -hmm. what's going on, and, like, so that's, like, step one. And then step two is the acting, And I got stuck there and never <laughs> never made it beyond, like, judging anything else because, oh, my God. Like, yeah, they're yeah they're children, but I, yeah, I felt like they were, like, particularly bad. And then you got to watch them get better and better every movie, which is yeah. definitely fascinating to watch these kids who were terrible actors become really good.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, when the movies came out, I don't remember when the first one came out, but I was, like, right around the same age, like, maybe slightly younger. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I had read all the books. But kind of watching the movies and feeling like you grew up with them yeah, was like cool for me. And I think that's one of the reasons that I still enjoy it because it's just very nostalgic for me. And the fact that they actually, for the most part, cast actors who were the age that they were supposed to be.
0: Yeah, that's true. They didn't catch like, well, I mean, I guess they wouldn't be able to. I was going to say they wouldn't didn't cast like a bunch of 16 year olds as 11 year olds, which they do a lot. But if they did that, then they're like. When they're supposed to be sixteen, they would have been like yeah. two or
1: something. and like because of production, by the end of it, they were a lot older than they were technically supposed to be. But at least they tried in the yeah. beginning.
0: That kind of brings me to one of the questions that I always like to ask: Is have you ever walked out on a movie? Because like it was so bad, not because like you had diarrhea or like you had to <laughs> go to an appointment, but like it was so bad, you just walked out. <coughs> um, <laughs> sorry, memories.
1: <laughs> I think I'm dying. But I only remember walking out of one movie Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even my choice. My sister really wanted to go see Underworld. Oh, God. And she's like two years older than me. But when it came out, like, I think it was rated R Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: neither of us were 17. And so my dad was like, "Okay, I'll take you. Like, that's fine. My, (laughs) you know, he would see it. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, cool. So we go and literally we're like. I don't know, 15 minutes into it. And my sister, the one that wanted to see in the first place, was, like, scared and, like, made us all
0: leave. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. So that's the only one I remember walking out of. So it wasn't your choice. No. Really, to leave. And I watched it again later, and it's not really great, but, yeah. I just have this thing about, like, finishing movies or, like, if... I can't watch movies if they're not from the beginning, unless I've seen it before. Mm -hmm. But like if there's a movie on TV or I go over to somebody's house and there's a movie on, like I won't watch the movie if it's not at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) Because what if I miss something? And I can't watch series. Like I have to watch a whole series from the beginning, even if the first season's bad. Like I have to do it.
0: Yeah. Most, I think most of my guests have said that thing thing so like i keep asking people so i've walked out on this movie and this movie and this movie what movies have you walked out on everyone's like i kind of just like even if it's bad i need to see it to completion yeah <laughs> most of my guests i don't think anyone else but i walked out on not on the first harry potter just because they you know it was a big deal that they mm-hmm. had just made a movie i think i walked out on the second one because mm-hmm. i wouldn't have walked out on the third one either because that's my favorite book so i no I didn't walk out on that one and then I was too worried that I would walk out on four and five I was like I'm <laughs> not gonna even <laughs> spend the money
1: I went to like the midnight showings and nice dress up yeah <laughs> house Slytherin I am Slytherin yes called it yeah <laughs> people sometimes are surprised by it I'm like well you don't really know me then <laughs> like when I I never really knew like reading the books what house I wanted to claim but then when like Pottermore came around and everything, mm-hmm. and I took the thing, the Sorting Hat quiz, and I was like, "You're Slytherin," and I was like, you know, that makes sense. I embrace this. So,
0: <laughs> I took it twice and I got Gryffindor both times. No, and then I I was like, "Fuck you!" This website is stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I always, when I was reading the books, I wanted to be Ravenclaw, but that literally is because it sounds the coolest. Like, yeah. Ravenclaw, like, yeah, it's super goth and shit. <laughs> yeah. So. And they read books and shit. Yeah. Although Slytherin, I think their outfits are kind of the cutest because, like, mm-hmm. the green and silver yeah. works really well. And green's my color. Oh, but since you are an avid book reader, I feel like I should also ask you about other books that have been made into movies, such as Lemony Snicket, whatever, series of mm. things that I assume that you've read that is another movie yes. I walked out on <laughs> that movie sucked okay <laughs> cool.
1: I don't know if I saw it in theaters yeah but I know it I hated it it was awful the new Netflix series is great you've seen it mm-hmm. cool I like it a lot I'm excited nice it's much better than the like original books
0: so I think I tried to watch the movie and I didn't hold it against the books for how bad the movie was so then I tried to read the books after that and it they weren't really my jam mm-hmm. at that point in my life Um, but was the movie bad and not true to the book or was it like kind of true to the book and then also really bad?
1: It was both. It was like bad. Also, I just have this thing against Jim Carrey in general, Oh, but, um, I just don't think he's funny and I don't know. He's not a great person and (laughs) he's not a great person like in private life, like at family I guess I don't know him, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I know that he's like anti-vax and he has all these like, yeah, all these like crazy things. Anyways, I just mainly don't think he's funny. Okay. I enjoy him in like his serious roles. Me too. Um like I really like Truman Show, Eternal Sunshine. But as far as being funny, I just think it's not good. But besides that, like they tried to the one movie, they crammed three books into the one movie. Oh, they did? Yeah. And like the books are kind of short and Uh read quickly but it just was too much yeah. and then they like cut all this stuff and it just was pieced together so weird and yeah it was it was bad and the books in general like i don't remember how old i was when i read them but i mean i was a kid mm-hmm. even the books at certain points can be kind of annoying and there's like this element of repetition but i think that one i think that like kids of a certain age really appreciate it yeah. um and I think that if, well, like the Netflix series, like it kind of is uh, humorous more so than annoying, uh, which I think I can appreciate more as an adult. And I haven't reread them in a while, but I have them all. So <laughs>
0: so anytime you need to buy another book, you can just reread that series instead. Yes. Um, what was the first movie that you ever saw in theaters?
1: So I was thinking about this earlier and the first movies that I remember, I re- like I vividly remember watching Hercules. And then I also remember this one. It was about, like, fairies. It was called Fairy Tale, A True Story, I think was the name. And it Mm. was this live-action thing about these, like, two little girls. It was a story that had happened, I want to say, like, late 1800s, 1900s. And they, like, found these fairies, and they were, like, photographing them. But the photographs were all manufactured by, like, some maybe they're, like dad or something this like that really and they were like putting forth this story that they found them but it wasn't true mm-hmm. but i looked it up and hercules came out first oh, okay. but they both came out the same year and then i texted my mom and i was like mom what's the <laughs> first movie i saw and she said the hunchback of notre dame but with a question mark
0: <laughs> which sounds like possible and that came out before yeah cause? that
1: came out like the year
0: before oh. so Is that like 96 yeah 97 oh okay so
1: it sounds about right, like timeline yeah. wise. And then I had an older sister, so I probably got drugged to the movies a little younger. Drugged? Drugged. <laughs> drugged at the movies. <laughs> no, hopefully not. Maybe that's why I don't remember. As it
0: happens with siblings.
1: <laughs> so probably a Disney movie, either way. Mm-hmm. The fairy tale one, I don't think, was Disney, but that also was the third to come out of that list, so wasn't first, obviously.
0: That sounds really familiar, and now I want to watch it because it sounds like that would be so up my alley as a kid, like Secret Garden. Yeah, yeah. It's along those same lines. mm -hmm.
1: It's probably not good. It probably does not hold up, but...
0: I felt like... Okay, I haven't watched it as an adult, but I actually felt like Secret Garden... I think there's been like two or three movie Mm -hmm. adaptations, and I feel like they were all solid. Do you remember them?
1: Yeah, there was one that I remember watching a lot as a kid. My sister really liked it. That and... um, a little princess yes which yes. there was a i mean there's, there's a couple of those, of those yeah. but we had i don't remember what which ones they were but we had just like one that we watched
0: all the time yeah i loved the shirley temple one mm-hmm. and yeah there was another one too that i feel like i was like even as, as a little skeptical eight-year-old i was like oh, i know remaking it but then i ended up liking it <laughs> yeah
1: i think we watched the remake one more i didn't the little girl had black hair in that yeah. one. yeah 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 my mom we had like all the shirley temple movies And my mom was super into it,
0: and my sister was super into it, and I was like, eh, she's okay. My great-grandma was super into it, and so she had all of them, so whenever I was at her house, that's what we had to watch, and then I lived with her for a year, so like I got to, Mm I
1: don't,
0: I wouldn't, I wasn't like crazy about her, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Yeah, there's certain ones that I appreciated more than others, but I can't name them, so... (laughs) I won't. <laughs> so, like, I grew up watching her movies, and I thought her hair was, like, light brown. Mm-hmm. What color do you think her hair is? I thought her hair was, like, brown. Okay. Thank you. According to John and, like, several other people I've asked, they're like, no, she's blonde. She's so clearly blonde. And I'm just like, but, I mean, it was... The movies were all in black and white. I just, like, it looked like it was probably light brown if they added color. Yeah, and I feel like there
1: were some that were in color, like, later down the road, or that they added color to or whatever. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And I feel like she was, like, you know, honey brown. Yeah.
0: caramely. Yeah, well, now, like, people... I've, like, I've created two sides now of, like, some people are like, yeah, it was definitely... Honey Brown, <laughs> and the other people no, 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 it's blonde. So I guess we'll never know. Oh, <laughs> well, we, we can't ask her. Yeah, we can't. We could we, look on our Wikipedia. What was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh, the I think the first movie that I saw was also Disney. I think it was Lanking in mm, theaters. That's a good one. Either Lanking or Aladdin, both good ones. <sighs>
1: Aladdin. I had the biggest crush
0: on Aladdin as a child.
1: <laughs> really? Like <laughs> the Little Mermaid was my my Disney movie, but Aladdin. Wait, did you have a crush on Eric, or no. or you just like Mm-mm. saw yourself
0: as Ariel? But I just saw I just like
1: mermaids, and <laughs> okay, like I kind of clung to any redheaded character, like mm-hmm. Annie mm-hmm. and Anna Green Gables. Yes, I loved Anna Green Gables. Um, I'm really excited for the new Netflix Anna Green Gables. <gasps> it comes out like in a couple of weeks, I think. Cool.
0: Um, but so you know, she had red hair, and mm-hmm. you watched. Did you watch the original series of Anna Green Gables? Yeah, it was like Canadian or something. Yeah, I think? It was the best. It was so good. So did you like... And you read all the books too?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I read all of them. Like, my grandma got me the whole set. So I have them somewhere. I think like my parents' nine. still. There's like 12, I think. 12. There's a lot. And I know I read like the first half for sure. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't remember. And I keep asking my mom where they are. She's like, I don't know. They're somewhere. <laughs> but I remember like when my grandma got them, I was still in that stage of like hating my hair and being really Aww. resentful of it and like wanting to dye it. And my mom was like, no, you can't dye your hair. And she let my sister dye her hair.
0: Aww. but I, Whatever. Doesn't that happen in the book? One yeah. The so <laughs> in the book, she really
1: hates, like in the first book, she really hates her hair. She tries to dye it. It yes. turns green. Yes. Is this whole thing. And like she just hates. The way she looks, and I was like, Grandma, this isn't exactly like you know, something that I feel like I should be reading when I already hate my hair, but
0: but it's about coming to terms with, yeah. it and all
1: that. I mean, in the end, I appreciate it, mm-hmm. but um, I want to find them because I
0: want to read through them again. I think i had the whole set and i've read like the first three which are like the solid mm-hmm. ones first three i think i've read those like over and over and over again so what happens is i try to go like through all of them i'm like this time i'm gonna get to the end and i always make it to uh, i think after college mm-hmm. after she gets out of college and she's got like a bunch of children i think some of her children oh, have yeah. children yeah and it just just each book it just progressively gets kind of more hollow yeah where, like i think um mary montgomery is that her name it's or L- something. it's lm montgomery. Oh, montgomery. i don't know what it stands for um, Lucy Maud, Lucy that Maud. Sound, I bet you it was Lucy Montgomery. It's because it sounds classy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think her skill set was really writing kids. Yeah. And so later she's like trying to write a housewife, and it's just yeah. not. It's just not the same. And so I never. I was like, this is just too heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> Plus, I mean, I feel like she's still Anne, but from what I remember, like I don't know. I I kind of relate more to the feisty mm-hmm. adolescent. And who's breaking slates over people's heads yes. as opposed to the like
0: i'm a housewife and i have 17 children Definitely. and they still keep a little bit of feiciness to her yeah. but it's very much like within the oh she's just quirky kind yeah. of frame like keep her in the kitchen but she can be a little sassy while she's in there yeah. <laughs> so yeah if uh if valid what's the first movie you've seen on a plane
1: if any, I don't think I watched a movie on a plane. Like the longest plane, f- like the only plane flight I think I've had, well, I've had a few, but the longest plane flight I was on, I was going to New York and I think it was like a long time ago and movies weren't free and mm-hmm. I was like 14 and it was just me and my sister and I was like, no, I'm not paying for a movie. I have a book so. <laughs> I usually read on flights. I can't read in the car for whatever reason. I get car sick, but I can read on flights. And so, Mm -hmm. especially when I have a long flight, I'll just take a book and read the whole time.
0: That's so weird to me that, not you, but that I've never thought of even bringing a book. I think I didn't want to have anything in my hands when Mm -hmm. they are checking me for bombs.
1: (laughs) So it never occurred to me. I just take a small one that fits in my bag. Oh, okay. I mean, I take a book everywhere. That's smart. Yeah, I don't think I've watched anything on a plane i was on a JetBlue flight once and they i think have like free tv or whatever it is but it mm-hmm. was only to like la so oh. the flight's like 30 minutes <laughs>
0: watch the first half so. Of the movie. so you'd like shield your eyes because you didn't want to see part of it yeah exactly <laughs> i need to yeah. fly more yeah <laughs> um what what is your most embarrassing memory that occurred something that occurred in the movie theater
1: I don't know. Once I lost my shoe <laughs> and like I have this habit of taking my shoes off in the movies. I was because, just going to say, how did that happen? <laughs> because I just don't like to wear shoes and I figure maybe don't really stink. I don't have like generally stinky feet and I'm going to be there for like two and a half hours. It's dark. <laughs> Nobody knows. And so I think I took off my shoes and then eventually like throughout the movie, somebody kicked it or something oh, no. happened and it like went down somewhere and then I kind of was looking around for it but I couldn't find it I was like eh, I'll just find it later and then after the movie I could not find my shoe <laughs> and I had the ask like the people in front of me to look for my shoe I was like I don't know where my shoe is and Eventually, I found it, but...
0: Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't have to walk out with only one shoe. <laughs> That's probably the one thing I can think of. Were you embarrassed or were you just like,
0: whatever, this happened?
1: Uh, I mean, probably a little at the time. I don't really get embarrassed that much. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of like an awkward thing to be like, I don't have my shoe. Can you please find it? <laughs> and then pick it up for me. Like, I don't want to pick up stranger's shoes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was probably just more of a weird thing. It takes a lot for me to get embarrassed, but... Good to know. Challenge accepted. (laughs) I have zero sense of modesty, so nothing really phases me. (laughs) I was very much a Disney child, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what invades my brain space when I think (laughs) about, like, what I watched as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know I watched other things. And, like, I grew up in a military family, but we didn't – like, my dad, before we were all born, he lived, like, in Japan and, like, in all these other places – but after they had kids we basically like didn't leave San Diego and so I didn't move around in the military I didn't like have that
0: exposure so you grew up in San Diego
1: yeah I was I was born up here but then they shortly moved to San Diego and then because my dad was in the navy and so he would like be sent out on boats and stuff but we got to stay Mm. in one place and my grandparents lived in San Diego too. And oh, cool. so it was really nice, like in that aspect, because I didn't have that moving around mm-hmm. that a that lot of military nice. families have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after he retired, he, we moved up here because he got a job.
0: Military life—it's <laughs> not for me. Did uh, yeah, did so did um, did you guys pretty much just watch the movies that you had at home, or did you go to Blockbuster and shit like that?
1: We went sometimes. Um, we mostly watched things that we had, and then. Like, we would have a selection of movies, and then my grandma had, like, different ones. Mm. And she lived, like, a mile away from us. My grandparents did. And so we would go over to their house. Like, I remember Tarzan was a movie that my grandparents had, but we <laughs> didn't have it at our house. <laughs> and we couldn't, like, take them home, I think. Like, we had to watch my grandma's house or something. No lending policy. I don't know, <laughs> but... So we went sometimes to... I remember, like, my uncle would take us sometimes to, like, Blockbuster. And I remember... I think we My sister and I were, like, seven and nine or something. And we would get the, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley movies when they were, like, detectives as, like, Mm -hmm. children. Yeah. Um, We would get those. And we would get some stuff, but not... I I don't remember a ton. I remember mostly going with other people and not getting anything. Mm.
0: (laughs) But. (laughs) Just watching. Growing up poor. Like a tear rolling down your face.
1: You don't rent movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... Yeah, I guess if you're wise, because, like, my mom, I I lived with a single mom, and she definitely was poor, but we were always going to Blockbuster, (laughs) like, yeah, every week. I
1: mean, I guess it is cheaper than, like, going to the movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, or, and I, I don't remember, but I imagine it was, because Blockbusters went away by the time I was, like, old enough to want to rent a movie. Yeah. But I imagine it's probably cheaper than buying. Yeah. Still, technically. I mean, it adds up. Yeah. Okay, last question. What movie, um made you cry the most oh no
1: i cried a lot of movies (laughs) which eight out of ten movies (laughs) i mean if it's i don't necessarily cry at everything i think if it like emotionally hits me the right way specifically like i cry at les mis every single time (laughs) but that's also like a really nostalgic thing for me it's like one of my favorite books and it was one of the books that I think I read it first when I was like 14 and I read the Mm -hmm. unabridged version and it's like a million, billion pages long, Mm -hmm. but I was super proud of myself for finishing it. And I grew up listening to the soundtrack all the time and it was one of the first shows that my parents took me to. Um, And so like it's been a part of my childhood forever. Mm -hmm. And so that always makes me super Like emotional but I think that's for other reasons I mean it is sad
0: like that's the whole point of it so one of my first memories at all definitely my first musical memory is when I was about two years old and my mom would blast the soundtrack all the time the Broadway original Broadway soundtrack and I think it was the first time that I had heard it and I was sitting in front of the the stereo like with my head like almost against the stereo just like bawling and I was like two and I couldn't probably didn't understand the lyrics but like I knew it was sad
1: yeah yeah. When we watched it this last time, the movie, um, I was telling Daniel, like, when I was a kid, I mean, I listen to the soundtrack all the time, but I would always sing the Lovely Lady song mm-hmm. and <laughs> the Master of the House song, yes. which are, of course, the two most appropriate songs for children. <laughs> um, but those are my two. Yes, but it doesn't... That one at this point, I think, if I see it live, it makes me cry more um, than if I see the movie, but it kind of just makes
0: me tear up more than like actually cry. Mm-hmm. What movie has has just like left you devastated sobbing like crying harder than you may have cried for like a real life situation? <laughs>
1: I feel like the first time I saw her, mm. that was really sad. It was also a date.
0: Mm. And I was like, oh, this is a good date. We're both just like
1: crying. And um, butt up like gen- genuinely makes me cry throughout the whole damn movie every time. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And it just for makes sure. me like I have all these interesting emotions about like death and being
0: old and like. So for that, I don't know. It's just I sad. I hate seeing old people sad. Yeah, it's like kids and old people. I, nah, I can't. I see kids sad like, every day in my life. I'm very well. I mean, to are that. they sad or are they just whiny <laughs> at, your, yeah. at your job? Oh, by the way, we should probably say like you've said a couple things about kids now. We should probably say that you work with children. So yeah, it I feel like, just, like
1: <laughs> I don't just you like, just
0: see sad kids. I just everywhere.
1: don't <laughs> see sad kids like in the store. I'm like, get over it. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that at work either, but I do see a lot of. It's like. Like uh, general bodily fluids. I'm completely desensitized to like. There's just nothing grosses me out. um <laughs> That's good. You should be a forensic scientist next. Next, <laughs> <in your> journey <laughs> Um, but up like rips me up every single time. No pun intended. Yeah, I would. Um, I would like to think of one that's not a Disney movie. <laughs> and I know there are other ones, but that one like every time I know it's coming, and it's not even just like one part. Or, like, just the end mm-hmm. or something. Like, there's just the beginning, The beginning, The beginning, the middle, the end, the whole
0: damn thing. Mm-hmm. Just so sad. I'm doing the math on her. Was that your guys' first date? It was not our first date. It <laughs> might have been our first movie date. It was definitely
1: our first movie date. Because <laughs> our first date was to the zoo, but it was shortly after that. Oh yeah, it was goodness. probably our first movie oh, date. Oh,
0: man. See, so both just got to see each other ball. And he'd already
1: seen it, I think. Oh, you had? And... Oh, okay. And, like... I mean I enjoy it. I think it's a really great movie. It is. But I was like, Oh, this is a nice date. Yeah. It's Luckily I I knew him more as a person before that. So True. So you weren't just I wasn't like, All right, I'm out strangers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that's one of my favorite movies and it's interesting to love it so much because it, it's almost having someone just Gut you with some kind of sharp instrument and being like, Yeah, this is good. This is okay. This is good. I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's so like cerebral and how, and how like sad it is because it's not just like sad to be sad and it's not like anyone dies that kind of sad, which is like a more tangible sadness. It's, I can tell you one, actually not a movie, but the last time that I was just like crying almost harder than I've cried for a life situation. I don't know. It was in like my top 10 hardest cryings was after episode three of stranger things. Did you guys watch that series? Mm -hmm. I don't really necessarily remember what happened in each episode, but I'll tell you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Episode three, they find the body in the reservoir Mm. of, of, um, Will Byers, the, the body, you Dot dot, dot. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if like I was genuinely just like, I hate seeing kids get hurt. And then also I just kept flashing because I have a brother who's the same age as him. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's what always happens to me. Like, Pet Cemetery, I never finished watching mm. because at the time my brother was the same age as the kid that mm-hmm. dies in Pet Cemetery. Spoilers. And, like, as soon as the kid died, I was just like, I'm out. I'm out. Like, all I can see is, like, my brother. It, it was memorable how much I cried. I'm trying to think of a TV show. I don't know.
1: Scrubs, Scrubs gets me every damn time. <laughs> Do they all die at the end? No. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um. Well, so the original series finale was, like, season 8, I believe, and then they brought it back for season 9 for, like, contractual reasons, but season 9, like, sucks, so the real ending is season 8, I think it is, and it's just, like, ugh, rips you up, like, in a good-ish way, but there's other episodes of Scrubs that have made me cry, too, like, there's a couple really, like, dark episodes that kind of get you. I also just... Well, I know I said we watched a lot of sad movies, but recently, Mm -hmm. and I can't really think of like
0: other sad movies now. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no, I guess the answer to my question is you don't recall like a particular movie that like gutted you? No.
1: No, no. I mean, probably Up would be the closest thing. And that one's still like, anytime I watch it, Mm -hmm. I've seen it so many
0: times and it still gets me every time just as bad okay that concludes our psychological investigation of one Catherine and allen and with an e of course like anne of green gables i was picturing it with an e because anne without an e suck <laughs> it does it's just like three letters oh next God. to
1: each other so if your name's anne without an e sorry <laughs> Stop for listening.
0: you let us move on to the star wars yes. section of our interview speaking
1: of crying <laughs> I will cry at all the Star Wars oh just all, all of, of them <laughs>
0: uh, yeah wait so okay let's walk through this what would you cry at in a new hope exactly just the credits or
1: maybe well because of recent oh, shit. events wait, I think like... everything's going to make me cry
0: now <laughs> um, wait recent events in the world like in President the, Trump and... no
1: I mean like us, Carrie Fisher is like oh yes super important to yes, me yes yes so that just in general maybe maybe nothing no specific moments in oh. a new hope N- his coming
0: home to find his aunt and uncle's burnt corpses dude that I didn't do get you not
1: care about luke at all <laughs> oh
0: okay gotcha. so let's just
1: get that out in the open okay
0: so we have two um we have two sides of the table here because i had a huge crush on luke I, well i han think we was know like, who i have a huge and you had a huge crush on han solo han solo to me was like an older brother figure like it mm. he didn't even occur to me as like crush potential mm-hmm. as a kid but i first saw them the movies when i was five
1: probably around then i like i can't even remember the first time i watched star wars because oh really i just watched it all the time as a kid and same i just i don't even remember the first time but i was probably about that age my parents had really weird rules about movies like I couldn't see Titanic when everybody else is seeing Titanic. Because it had the word tit in it. Maybe. I don't know what it was. But I could see Star Wars all day long. And like, I don't know. I couldn't watch Power Rangers. But like, I could watch Star Wars. Just, I think it that was honestly things that like, my mom found annoying.
0: Yeah, she that's was fair. was like, I don't
1: like Power Rangers. It's annoying. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. Yeah,
0: and Titanic is a bad movie. So Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: I don't know. But yeah, Star Wars was just always like, my life as a child
0: so i saw i don't know why i remember it so distinctly but i saw them first when i was five and for some reason my mom showed me return of the jedi first hmm. i don't know why i don't know if she thought it was like the most kid appropriate or she thought that i'd be more invested because it had ewoks <laughs> but yeah i, like, I was <laughs> yeah i love the ewoks but yeah for some reason i distinctly just like i don't know what i looked like but i have a feeling if i could go back in time and like watch myself watching it that I was just like probably five inches from the screen with just my mouth hanging open, which mm-hmm. wasn't normal behavior for me. It was just like specifically Star Wars. Yeah. So then I watched Return of the Jedi and then A New Hope and then Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. over the course of like a year or something. Yeah. For the first time. And then 30 times since then, yeah. at least. <laughs> Sorry to off get off track on your Rogue One. Oh, no, no. We're talking about Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars in, in, in general. In the entirety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the background.
1: Well,. Yeah, I mean, A New Hope, I appreciate it now. It was definitely my least favorite growing up because... It's all about Luke. (laughs) Like, there's a lot about Luke and there's just, like, the pacing of it is really slow. And so, like, I appreciate it now and it's something that um, I appreciate about Rogue One is that it reminded me a lot of the pacing Mm. in A New Hope. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was sort of just reminiscent of the, you know, the old Star Wars and, like, mm. that sort of thing, as opposed to, like, the new formulas for movies or whatever. Yeah. I don't have specific terms. <laughs> I'm not, like, a movie buff. However, um, but as a kid, it was just kind of, like, the most boring for me. Mm. And if I had to skip one of them, it would always be A New Hope.
0: Interesting. I actually, like, embarrassingly would skip Emperor Strikes Back. Which I've now learned is the best movie. And objectively, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as a kid, I would skip that one. I thought that one was boring. I think it's like the snow just made me anxious. <laughs> Dude, I love Haw. <laughs> I favorites. love it now. And I love the whole scene with the uh, abominable snowman and Luke getting Mampa. free from him and shit. But yeah, I think the snow just made me anxious as a kid. I was just like, this is claustrophobic, man. They're like yeah. stuck out there.
1: I appreciate it. Like, I like Empire... Um, Return of the Jedi is my favorite, which... It's my favorite, too. Unpopular opinion. Same. But I mean, yes. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> whatever. I'm Team Ewoks, and I have
0: no shame about it. Yeah, and some people try to say that, like, oh, Jar Jar is the new Ewoks. What the fuck? They're very different. Ewoks, yeah, they're not... They weren't, like, thrown in there for the kids, like, air quotes. Yeah. And, they're, like... part of it.
1: Whatever. I love Ewoks. They're adorable, they and... helped and fight the battles. One of my... <laughs> I guess could be not embarrassing to me because I own everything that I do, but mm-hmm. could be like a uh, secondhand embarrassing maybe moment for me is that once when I was playing World of Warcraft, I got into an argument with some of the people that I was playing with about the Ewoks and they're like, none of them even have names. They they're do too. And I was like, first of all, you're wrong. <laughs> One of them's name is Wicket. Absolutely. And they're like, that's not true. I was like, you go Google it right now and yeah is Wicket
0: the little captain guy yeah he's like the
1: the main Ewok that they find um and I was like he absolutely is named Wicket and I think I don't I think I was like even on a headset like talking over like (laughs) talking over like whatever one of those you know programs I don't remember what it was called mm-hmm. that people use like talking to these people in my guild on World of Warcraft <laughs> arguing about ewok names
0: That's amazing.
1: <laughs> and I was right. And they're all like <laughs> older than me like dudes that are like we're super nerds, oh, we know everything. And I was like, "All right, well, why don't you go learn your ewok names?" Suck it. Wicked. Wicked, real Suck good. Bop it.
0: Wick- it. Beverage. Beer
1: me. <laughs> beer me a strawberry rhubarb cider. Ooh, yeah, can I have a sip of it? Sure. Or
0: if you don't want shirt, you can pour oh, I should have just offered <laughs> you one in general. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Any other before we get on to actual Rogue One, any other um fun Star Wars facts, topics you have to throw out there on the table? So
1: as a child I had I don't know, I was super into Star Wars and one um, Halloween. I dressed up as Princess Leia and my sister dressed up as Darth Vader. Oh, my mom made both of our costumes like she my sister even had like Darth Vader Velcro sneakers oh and I had God. like Princess Leia ones. <laughs> That's awesome. And when they re-release all the movies like in theaters with the new stupid garbage. Yeah. new cuts, <laughs> I saw them like I've seen them all in theaters now because they re-released them. Mm-hmm. And I think when Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones, not Clone Wars. When Attack of the Clones came out, mm-hmm. I think we didn't go at like midnight, but we went opening day and I'm pretty sure I dressed up and nice. like I had this like Jedi outfit and I had a lightsaber and I like did my hair all crazy and I did my makeup and it was. And then the movie happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then the movie happened. <laughs> that's the worst one, right? That's number three. Um, no, that's number two. And okay. honestly, like if two I had is actually the best one, yeah, thing.
1: I would probably pick that one. Two out of because number one
0: because i mean anakin is too bad that child actor is too bad for me to salvage anything from number one both plus anakin Act actors Jar Jar, are really bad. yeah they're both three. terrible but i guess yeah i don't know at least um
1: the least- one the one part that always sticks with me i think it was in two or three i don't remember it's obviously the older actor when he goes and he like Murders all the like children, all the Tuscan raiders and and oh. everything, mm-hmm. and then like when he's talking about it, he's like, "I
0: killed them,
1: the women and the children," <laughs> and he's just so awful. Yeah, but props to their costume department,
0: <laughs> yes, and all three and their makeup, yeah, because sure. yep.
1: none of it was their fault. Padme's costumes are goals throughout all the movies. That's at least something that I
0: can appreciate. Yeah. My boyfriend, John, is not a Star Wars fan at all, Uh, especially obviously accepts the truth that the first the first air quotes three uh, space battles are terrible. But he did dress up as Darth Maul in high school, like, like super legit, like intense costume with all like the makeup and the fake horns. and So that's just always been a thing, huh? Super legit costumes. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Because, yeah, because the makeup is just dope. Just a cool character design. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't the makeup artist's fault and the costume designer's fault that they got saddled with some shit. Yeah. I mean, if someone asks you if you like love Star Wars and someone asks you, hey, you want to work on a Star Wars project? Are you going to say No. I think that's what everybody was sort of, like, holding on to
1: when they signed up for it. Mm -hmm. They're like, wow, Star Wars. (laughs) Wow, George Lucas is doing it? All right, (laughs) sign me up. Nope. You should have taken that back. Yeah. (laughs) Although, also, Ewan McGregor, who I adore. Mm. He's he's, fine. He's good to look at. Yeah, he's cute. And I appreciate that he, like, really, like, went for the Obi-Wan role, and he watched, like, all Star Wars, like, a lot the mannerisms of um, Alec Guinness who mm. did the original Obi-Wan and That's kind cool. of tried to like emulate it and I think it did kind of come across as similar at least so, I didn't notice I know, but good, good for him solid actors,
0: but not enough just didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> but on to better news yes. we're just gonna skip over Force Awakens cause uh, I mean you could okay in uh, two sentences Force Awakens thoughts that would be a whole other episode but just
1: I'm conflicted for many reasons about Force Awakens. I think overall, (laughs) it was good, but
0: I'm hoping for more in episode eight. Yes. I was laughing because uh, our producer, Katie's boyfriend, was making sure that she kept it to (laughs) two sentences using hand gestures. I almost agree with you, but I disagree with you in the part where it was good. (laughs) I, um... I felt like it was, it, I mean, yeah, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to even talk about I really didn't enjoy it, I guess is the is the best thing to say. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was badly. Mm, I don't think its pieces were bad. Right. But I think what they ended up putting together ended up being bad. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy it. But the acting was great and most of the dialogue
1: was good. I think for me, and that's something I appreciate about Rogue One, is that yeah. it didn't it almost didn't even feel like a Star Wars movie. Rogue One or Force Awakens? Force Awakens. Agreed. Um, Like the the pacing and the. Yes. The. I don't know just some of the weird stuff and the big like the big bad dude reminded me much more of like Marvel should be in a Marvel movie yeah. I was like that should be in like Guardians of the Galaxy what is he doing in my space <laughs> yes. which I guess also happens in space but that's not relevant um <laughs> so yeah. the pacing the pacing was totally and off. also there's just you know emotional things that I want to talk about <laughs> yeah we won't talk about because we don't um, have any french fries here for you to eat yeah after. I did have to have emotional support french fries <laughs> yeah I heard afterwards <laughs>
0: But yeah, moving on to something that we can both agree to love. Yes. Rogue One. I do love Rogue One. Go. Ugh. Where of it again.
1: It makes me cry. Yes. And it made me cry when I first saw it, which was before all the Carrie Fisher things. Mm-hmm. And so now it's just like even more. And I think one of the things that I really hung on to from the original Star Wars was Like, I mean, I'm always a rebel and the whole rebellion aspect of it and the fact that they just think they just believe so deeply in these things and that are often like, I don't know, not gonna work out probably but of course it does because movie magic (laughs) but um that they just throw themselves into these causes and like something from the originals that always gets me is when they all are going into like a battle or whatever and they're like red leader blah 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 like they're all calling out and i'm like i love you guys (laughs) i want to be red (laughs) five because then i wouldn't be luke and it would be better but (laughs) anyways (laughs) so i think for a whole movie about The Rebellion, I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess in general, all the Star Wars movies are kind of about the Rebellion, but this one was, like, very focused
0: on just the Rebellion. Yeah, as opposed to, like, one, you know, character on his hero's journey. Right. And I think that it was very good. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. And I feel like it, it, the emotion of it is even more impactful in the times that we live in, which I feel like is a phrase I say too often on my podcast. Well, we live in shit times. (laughs) Yeah, which is more true now than it has been ever yeah. I could have said that sentence better, but yeah. I mean, it felt, um, especially I, so. Oh, I can get to my notes. Some of the lines that they say just felt like so relevant right now. Mm-hmm. I think they probably said the word hope too much. Oh, did they?
1: They said it a lot, but also, I'm a sucker for Star Wars Rebellion, so
0: it worked on me. Like, when I was rewatching it today, I didn't get to rewatch the whole thing, so I don't remember. They probably said hope more in the second half. <laughs> One of the characters uh saw what's his last name? I didn't realize his name was Saul. I thought it was Saul for a long time because the way they his name's Saul, like Saw, like S A W but they pronounce it like Saul. Wait, who is Saul? It? Saul, Saul Guerrero? Oh, I didn't know his name was Saul. Yeah, it's like S A U L. Yeah. Saul Guerrero. Saul Saul Guerrero, yeah. but they're like doing it with that space British accent. Yeah, everybody is from space England. <laughs> <laughs> space England. Um but he says, Or no, I don't know who it is." Someone says to Jin, "Or so." So you're just, you're, you're like totally cool with it if the imperial flag is just flying over the entire universe and she says, well, it's not a problem if you don't look up because this is before she's decided to help the rebellion. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, that totally represents the perspective of so many people who may not have voted for the horrible monster that we have in the White House right now, but like just don't,
1: even they might
0: have voted for whoever else that's not a monster, but they still don't want to think about it. And yeah. Just like, oh, if you don't, just like, don't, don't think about it. Just you know, carry on your carry on your way. There's a lot in it that's
1: a little too real. <laughs> yes. One thing that I thought was interesting that I feel like they didn't really do, maybe sometimes in the prequels, but there was a lot of like labeling as far as like planets or, and they yeah. would like put the little title on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. Like, the first time they showed it, I was like, oh, that's weird. We usually just have to kind of guess how you spell things. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. I loved it. Because, I mean, in the originals, that... W- I mean, the, they had titles of the plan- planets, so mm-hmm. there's, like, canon titles for the planets. But, yeah, you, like, have to Google... You have to be a super nerd and, like, ask for the script. And, then, and then they... Yeah, and then they pass it on to each other and, like, eventually it gets out to the entire fan base. But, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I thought that was... It almost
1: made it feel, I mean, there's several things I think about it that made it feel like a Star Wars movie, but also like its own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of those things that made it sort of feel different. Yeah. Was the like labeling. And of course, no, like opening crawl, which
0: I was fine with.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think it needed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I felt like the lack of the opening crawl plus the labeling did make it feel more like a documentation. Mm -hmm. Almost like the people in like the um a new hope generation like made this documentary on how like how do we get to this point or i guess not a new hope i guess it would be force awakens generation would have yeah. made this movie about what happened yeah which planets it happened on
1: but there was um i don't know there was a lot of good things in it i think and um uh, it did remind me because like when we were watching it i was i was interested and i was into it but i was also like this is taking a while to get get anywhere but that's how I feel about A New Hope as well which I appreciate now mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like setting the plot and I think that's something that's maybe lacking in Force Awakens yeah is it just goes so fast and that's sort of like how movies go now
0: yeah well I think that the uh the like slower setup sh- is endemic to the first in a series or at least it should be mm-hmm. which like A New Hope is going to set it up a little bit slower Phantom the Menace should phantom menace not phantom of the opera (laughs) should have set it up a little bit slower which i think it actually did so like at least that's one thing it did right so yeah force awakens should have been because it's introducing you to these characters so that you can care about them it's like the investment if you're going to make a whole series then your first one is going to need to slowly introduce everyone which is actually weird about rogue one because it's not the opening of a series but it's like okay you really need to care about these characters really well because they're gonna die at the end spoilers spoiler alert (laughs) yeah Which I appreciate. I fucking loved that they had the balls to kill everyone, which I said that to John because a lot of times, I mean, I'll often say that about any project where people create this like full bodied character and then are able to let them die if if there was a good reason for them Mm -hmm. to die and then like let that happen if it made sense. Um, But I was like, I love that they had the balls to just kill everyone. And he's like, well, I mean, that's the story is like. They were getting the Death Star plans and they all died. So that w- that was always going to happen. But
1: do we know that was a story? I don't know. I don't think that, like, we knew that that... I mean, we knew that the plans came from somewhere and that R2 had the plans. And then they went on the thing. But I just we remember, didn't really
0: know, like, how... I just remember Mon Mothma saying many boosins died to yeah. bring this information, which I always... Was like bosoms. Sounds like bosoms. <laughs> Many bosoms. <laughs> Many bosoms died to get this information.
1: Um, With better respect. But yeah, there was a point like towards the end, and I was, I didn't necessarily want them to live like Jin and Cassian, but I thought like they would just because you know they're the main characters. <laughs> but there was a point like in the towards the end, you know, in the battle, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. They are they're all dying. They're all going to die. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> and I think they did it really
0: well. Yeah. I think after I think they killed one of my favorite characters first, which was um played by Donnie Yen, Chiret, Chiret Im Immu. Oh, he's
1: the Ghostbusters' friend, right? Ghostbusters' friend? He looks like a ghost. The guy that looks like a
0: Ghostbuster. I
1: don't know. Baze Malbus. He's the guy with like the long hair oh. and he hangs around with Not Malbus, but the other guy. Yeah, but malvis looks like a Ghostbuster. Oh, in what way? I mean, he has, like, a jumpsuit and he has oh, this, his, outfit. his backpack with a little, like, <laughs> Ghostbuster oh, yeah. gun.
0: Totally. Yeah, he's got the, like, big, chunky backpack. Yeah, too. he's
1: a Ghostbuster. <laughs> I didn't
0: even think of that. And yeah. also
1: Crazy Frogs in the movie.
0: <laughs> okay, what? Have you seen that video? It's, like,
1: from, I don't know, 2000-something. I know it's 2017. We're still in 2000-something. <laughs> but 2000-something and it's says video i think it's a music video or it's just a video that someone made set to a song
0: of like a frog
1: and it's this frog ish guy and he's like gray and he's riding around in this like crazy space like jutsons sort of car through a city and it's just this absurd song (laughs) i guess i haven't seen it. well you should look it up because the (laughs) frog ish looking rebel totally looks
0: like crazy frog (laughs) okay yeah, you said that in our messages earlier. And I was just like, I'm just going to look Maybe nobody pass. else knows what Crazy Frog <laughs> is. Except me and my sisters. Maybe it's just an inside thing. Yeah, I'll have, have to look lot, it up. But but I think Donnie Yen, doesn't he die first? Because I didn't get to rewatch the end of it. I think he dies first. And he, he was my, I think he died One of my favorites. Um,
1: yeah, he does. Because even the pilot guy dies after him, I think. Yeah,
0: I think so. Because he was still trying to hook up the yeah. stuff to get the stuff through. Yeah. The mainframe. The stuff for the stuff and the things. <laughs> Uh, and when that happened, I was like, okay, he's, he's my favorite. I know I'm probably not alone. He's probably a fan favorite. If they're going to kill him, who else are they going to kill? Right. And then, and then they kept going. And then I think there was a point where I thought that Jin had been killed and I was like, oh God, they're going to kill her. But then like have Cassian like finish the mission and I, and like I instantly started crying. I was just like, no. And then she wasn't really dead. I was like, oh fuck. Okay. But then I still knew it was coming. And so I literally was just like, just let it happen already so I can finish crying or so I can start and finish sooner. But I cried like all the way home. And John was just like, Are you okay? You should have got french fries. I got my version of french fries, which was um, sour candy Mm -hmm. and um, lime pepper chips.
1: Oh, yeah. Together?
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I purchased them together. I didn't like put them on top of each other, (laughs) like make little chip sandwiches. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely was super emotional towards the end. And then, and I think that's good because I wasn't even really like super invested in the characters at first, but they gave them such great like development that by the Mm -hmm. end I was a wreck. And then like the big sunset, not, I mean, it's not a sunset, but you know, the big like beach scene. Mm -hmm. And then after that point, when it becomes like basically a new hope. And that was super intense. And then I totally was not expecting Princess Leia to show up. Yeah. And then that set me off again. And now it sets me off even more every
0: time. So I actually did see it. Um, I was planning to see it, f- the movie, for my birthday, but like a little bit after my birthday which I did and Carrie Fisher died on my birthday. Aww. So yeah, so I saw it. And so like, it was like a totally a bittersweet moment. Cause on the one hand, I didn't know she was gonna be in, in it either. I went into the movie blind, I knew nothing about mm-hmm. it. And so I had I had no idea. And then I saw her and it was bittersweet. Cause I was like, oh my God, I get to see her. And then on the other hand, I'm not gonna ever see her again. Yeah. And this is it. And yeah, it was, it was rough. And then on top of that, these new characters that I had just been right? introduced to and started to love are also dead. Yeah, and just the yeah, just the the whole, the feeling that they, it was like opening the door to a new hope made yeah. me want to rewatch a new hope, even though they didn't know that this prequel was going to be made. But yeah, oh, it was so good.
1: And then one thing that I thought was, I mean, I appreciate but question a little bit was having Grand Moff Tarkin in it. As mm. the, like, CGI yeah. sort of thing. Like, it was solid CGI, it was but it wasn't perfect. almost good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like with Leia, she was only in it for, like, a second. And so it was okay. It was, yeah. But there were moments when, like, Tarkin was on. And it
0: was just, like, not quite right. Yeah. And a little human.
1: distracting.
0: Like, if you were a, maybe a teenager and this was, like, your introduction to Star Wars, you'd probably be like, so that guy's a robot, right? Because he looks weird. Right. <laughs> but i also appreciate
1: it because i think he's like a really important character Mm -hmm. and you know relevant to the
0: time of the like that the movie set in but yeah it was a good way to sort of tie it in but i thought the i thought leia was like it was so good it gave me goosebumps i was like how did they get this footage the fuck
1: (laughs) i'll just forever love anything with leia but you know
0: yeah um, were you, did you ever watch Hannibal, the s- television series? No. Oh, okay. So what were your feelings on the actor who played Jen father, Galen Orso? I was fine. Interesting. So you had like a different movie experience than me then. Well, I guess
1: I didn't really like, I don't know who he is. Right. Um, so for me, it was just like her dad. And that's one thing that is kind of like annoying about, I feel like all the Star Wars movies is that they're all sort of like some sort of story about this kid and it's like a daddy issue or like something <laughs> like that you know yeah um and i feel like every star wars has that true element to the plot mm-hmm. and so i don't know i i don't even know who he is now besides just her dad <laughs> okay um, so you
0: didn't feel like the actor had any sort of like gravitas or anything he just was a just an actor
1: I mean I thought it was good it didn't like annoy it. me <laughs> <laughs> it as in his performance I guess yeah um it didn't annoy me or anything Yeah. but it it didn't really stand out I guess for me probably more I, that the Saul Guerrero or Saul Guerrera guy Forrest Whitaker Whitaker yeah I feel like he's one of those guys that, that, as an actor, is presented with this opportunity and he's like, oh, I know this is going to be big. I don't know shit about it. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Like, I think it was uh, Ian McKellen said that about, like, X-Men or something. Oh, did he? Oh, no. Or maybe it was
0: Lord of the Rings. I don't oh, I know J.J. J. Abrams said that about Star Trek, which pissed me the fuck off. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't... Was it J.J. Abrams? Whoever did a really bad job on that one Star Trek movie was like... I don't know they asked me to do the Star Trek movie so I was like whatever I'll do it yeah I feel like he has that sort
1: of like uh I don't know Forrest Whitaker obviously I don't know his Mm -hmm. experience with Star Wars I don't know if he watched it but just like it came across as sort of that like who are you and why are you here (laughs) you mean like
0: I I felt like he did have sort of a Marvel didactic yeah is that what you mean
1: I guess maybe that was it um yeah
0: he did see. He sort like of stood out as not being a Star Wars villain. Yeah, kind of it sort or, of felt I mean, like it a villain, was but.
1: trying to be like General Grievous. E. Mm. And, and Star Wars has like a lot of weird shit like that. That there's all these people. I mean, Darth Vader literally like is dead. Basically, but he's half like robotics and yeah. stuff. But I don't know. That one just didn't work for me.
0: I think it worked for me. <laughs> I mean, I liked. I liked the whole aspect of how they came into how, how you got introduced to him slowly, which was through his minions, who were like seemed like bad guys, mm-hmm. and so at first you like were well, who's this rare guy? Seems like he's really bad because he's like abusing this person who's come to give him information and and then like um sucks his sucks his brains out although then he turns out to be okay yeah after that after someone just says that i totally the right forgot to about that brain sucking thing yeah. the second time i watched it i was I like that oh is, that is my only big beef with continuity in the movie is that like i think i wrote down what he says about him he says uh this big tentacle monster comes up and he's like poor golet can feel your thoughts and then he goes off on some like basically like a villain's monologue about this technical monster who then grips him and then he's like the unfortunate side effect is that one tends to lose one's mind and then afterwards he's like a drooling idiot until but just for a little bit yeah until Cassian's like hey you're that guy and he's like I'm that guy (laughs) (laughs) and he remembers everything yeah that's like the only flaw that I that stood out to me in the movie but I liked um the ambiguity of his character I'm not I don't know it reminded me of some other aspect of some other movie just the where you don't really you're not really sure who's a good guy who's the bad guy at least the first time you watch him like once you've seen him a million times but i remember having that feeling when i was watching star wars of like everyone was potentially Mm -hmm. like you can't judge them based on like their clothes or 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 their demeanor because han seems like kind of a jerk at first Mm -hmm. but but he's a good guy and i felt i kind of felt like that about um saw guerrera i like the ambiguity yeah i mean he had that that aspect to him although his his voice acting definitely came across as kind of bane baney from yeah Batman,
1: maybe that was another thing <laughs> just in general it felt like to me he didn't fit like and maybe it yeah. wasn't even like the actor just like the character yeah maybe and the way they portrayed
0: him didn't fit i can see that he wasn't a super solid star wars character yeah like star wars universe character
1: yeah, there were also a lot of vests
0: in the movie. Like everybody had a vest. Yeah, I like that's them. not related, but I just thought <laughs> about true. it. I was yeah, I was just admiring Cassian's vest. I think it's cute. Yeah, <laughs> kind of Back to the Future. Maybe it was a nod to Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, I was looking up. Um, I looked up a couple of the actor's histories, and the only things I've seen him in are Elysium and Milk, like the Harvey Milk mm-hmm. d- uh, biopic, and then he's been in just a ton of Spanish movies, mm-hmm. which um, which I think is great that they cast a non-English speaking person in the main role because I don't think any other Star Wars movie has done that. In addition to to uh, Donnie Yen and Wen Jiang who played the Malbus, the Ghostbuster guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read a really cute story about a little girl, I think it was a little girl, took her dad to see Rogue One and then he was crying after the movie, not because they died, because he, hearing Diego Luna, oh, I forgot to say that they're, they were Hispanic family. Oh. <laughs> so after the movie, he was crying because Diego Luna talks like him like has his accent Mm -hmm. and he was like it was so amazing to see someone with my accent in this big hollywood movie like someone who talks like me it was so good to see that
1: because i feel like the main times that i hear that sort of accent in movies is generally like women who are playing that like sexy Mm -hmm. like character and then it's just all part of that, like, sexy persona. Yeah. Like, ooh, isn't my accent so sexy? Yes. And ooh,
0: look at my red dress. Because or also, I always wear a red dress. <laughs> yes. Type of thing. Or if it is a male, I think it's usually comic relief. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the bro buddy guy who, like, dies first or disappears. And, I mean, he died, but everybody died. so <laughs> Everybody did. He died that's equally. Not fair criticism. <laughs> Everyone dies. Oh, I was going to continue talking. So Mads Mikkelsen. The reason that I was saying that you basically had a different experience of the movie than me. One of my favorite television series is called Hannibal, which Mm -hmm. stars him as Hannibal. And it's fucking amazing. Like, it's an amazing series. If you want to cry some more, (laughs) watch that series. So, but you have, like, a general idea of who Hannibal is. Yeah, yeah. So this is um, the series. I don't know if it's based on one of the books because it was a book series mm-hmm. first um, or if it's because it's not taking place during Silence of the Lambs, it's taking place before. But it's just an amazing, like really classy, surprisingly classy for being about a serial killer show. And it makes you, n- you never know who to root for because you're like, mm-hmm. I should really not care about Hannibal, Mads Mikkelsen, because he's a bad guy who's like killing people. But he's also like really... Classy, he's a psychologist, and he's like well educated, and he genuinely cares about people, but in his own like psychotic way, and and so you're always back and forth between rooting for him not to get caught and get caught. So that was like three or four seasons, I think. So lots of episodes Mm -hmm. for for me to like get really well acquainted with Mads Mikkelsen and and just love him to death, even though his character is like you know horrible, yeah. Um, and then yeah, I just I just love him. He's just such a good actor. And then so going into this. I cried when he died. Um, I was just like, no, I wanted you to be in this movie more. And to me, I felt like his his acting in the role was like really like stood out. But I mean, that's coming from a biased perspective of someone who watched like over 80 episodes of him. Yeah. I think if you have
1: sort of a background of like knowing who the actor is, you Mm -hmm. notice them more. Like, I don't even really think I knew. I mean, I know who Forrest Whitaker is. But aside from that, a lot of these actors I'd never really seen in anything before. Yeah, same. Which I appreciate, too, about it. Um, and, I mean, I guess that's the same to an extent with um, The Force Awakens. Like, they cast a lot of newer people yeah. besides, you know, the, like, original crew.
0: Except for, well, no, even him. Um, the guy that did a did the voice for um, the main droid, K2SO. K2SO, yeah uh he was in serenity and firefly mm-hmm. did you ever watch that
1: i didn't but i heard it's something i should watch because i i would like it but based on what i know i'm not
0: sure if i would that's I a whole other conversation I'm but not really sh- yeah that is uh, uh, did you like buffy yeah then you'd probably like firefly i'd say firefly is probably a little bit better than buffy but i actually like buffy better so mm-hmm. there's that information <laughs> I also
1: should clarify this whole conversation With the fact that like I don't like sci-fi Really? In general Interesting Star Wars is like my exception Okay so you're not um, a Star Trek fan at all No um, <laughs> But my family was really into Star Trek growing up mm. And it just like was not my thing Interesting um, I was totally traumatized by one of the movies That I was forced to go see I think it was First Contact oh, And it has so the Borg good. in it Yeah I was super like I didn't want to see it in the first place Uh and then like they were kind of scary and then Mm -hmm. like my sister and my dad kept like making fun of me and like (laughs) it was
0: I just not Star Trek is not my thing that's Um, interesting I mean I think that's um I think that's actually a commonality with a lot of movie viewers because I think that's why Star Wars is the biggest mm -hmm. sci-fi thing is because it reaches so many people I think probably because um unlike Star Trek the space aspect is not that important like yes it takes place in space which means some like cool space shit's gonna happen sometimes but it's really just about human drama Mm -hmm. so it could be taking place in the desert yeah
1: yeah i don't know so that's just fun fact but um and even as far as like star wars
0: books um i couldn't really get into them oh i read i read a lot of the books but a lot of them were terrible yeah they're not a lot of them are bad really poorly written fan fiction yeah so I think that's part of it. Did you ever try to read any of the ones by Timothy Zahn? Z-A-H-N? Um, I don't know. Those are the only ones I liked. Like, I tried to read a bunch of them, and I wouldn't even finish them. But his, I read his, like, main series. He had three main series. Oh, you know what? They were mostly about Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably So probably like, not. No. I mean, they would cut between... All of them would were written like Game of Thrones. They would cut between the different mm-hmm. characters. So yeah, they'd cut to Han. They'd cut to Leia. But it still did feel like it was kind of primarily Luke's story. I mean, maybe that was just me. But he also ends up meeting this character named Mara Jade, who is my favorite character. Oh, yeah. Who has red hair. And she's, like, total badass. And originally she worked for the Empire. But then she, like, slowly comes over, but not really. She's, like, very resistant to it. And she hates Luke at first, but then ends up, like, you know, falling in love with him, of course. Of course. <laughs> But there's a really good villain in that series. And yeah, that one, that series I read over and over and over and over.
1: He probably leaves her on the first date to go get power converters. (laughs) Yes. Whiny little bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I remember as a kid, we had these, it was totally like the novelization of the movie of Mm. the first three. Um, Oh, okay. Like four or five and six, I should clarify. Um, Yes but those are the first three (laughs) and I would look at them and I tried to read them but honestly all I would do is like because it had pictures in it oh weird like you know pictures from the movie so I would like flip to the middle where all the picture pages are and just look at
0: the pictures and then I was done with them (laughs) (laughs) I had um I had a new hope but it wasn't the novelization it was like something that's like the book touted as George Lucas having written but I know there's no freaking way he wrote a whole novel like I just don't believe it but it was like Supposed to be this, like this was written before the movie, and so it had like extra scenes, like scenes that supposedly were, were cut. cut. Oh, huh. mm-hmm. but back to Rogue One, yes, I'd say super props to Mads Mickelson. I, I already mentioned at great length, I thought he did a great idea. I don't know what anyone else thought because I had a prior history with his face coming into it. Um, Felicity Jones, I thought, did a great job. Diego Luna, I thought, did really, really well. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked him as Cassian. As this um i wrote down some of his lines too when he was like gaslighting Jin after he's about to kill her dad and, oh yeah yeah and then doesn't did you did you catch that like, oh you're just crazy you're just being crazy right now i've seen it before yeah that's crazy scene, i was like oh i thought i liked you i know right but, but uh, like he's okay in the end
1: yeah because i
0: mean he had he's having to do that in order to keep um what's it called it's a psychological term it's like, uh, oh, cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to pretend that smoking isn't bad for you in order to right. keep smoking. Like, right. that kind of thing. So in order to keep being his a bad person, in order to help the rebellion, mm-hmm. he has to, like, lie to himself and be a bitch.
1: <laughs> and I honestly thought, like, towards the end that they were going to pull a, like, romance thing. Yeah. And they didn't really. I was glad they didn't. I but was too.
0: I, I felt like they, they did to the perfect extent like it was really subtle but just there enough well and
1: I feel like I think I said this to Daniel too is that it almost didn't even seem romantic to me because I feel like if you're in that situation with somebody you know you're gonna die you know shit's going like up in flames Mm mm-hmm and it's almost just not, it's not, like, romantic. It's just sort of, like, Intimacy. a human comfort, yeah, like, natural thing. Like, I mean, unless I was with somebody that I genuinely despised, <laughs> yeah. like, I probably would do the same thing mm-hmm. with anybody if I was faced with that sort of, like, apocalyptic moment.
0: Yeah. I don't know about, like, anyone, but yeah, I would say knowing that you're dying together and that you are deliberately dying together for a particular cause mm-hmm. and you've, like, agreed on that and to be doing that with another person and not just by yourself creates... This... this It's like a bond. Yeah, a bond and, like, intimacy that's, like, almost above romance, Mm -hmm. in a way, which made it, like, that much more intense. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I do appreciate that there was no kissing.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, he says, when he's gaslighting Jin for yelling at him for trying to kill her dad, he says, we don't all have the luxury of deciding when and where to care about something, which he was being a little bitch at that point, (laughs) but... I love that line because mm-hmm. that it's another line that's like relevant right now because people are like they don't give a shit about the you know all the healthcare bullshit that's going on because it doesn't
1: affect them
0: yeah or or the police brutality against people of color everywhere they're just like oh whatever they probably you know they probably talked back and it, yeah mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't affect me I get to decide. When and where to care about something.
1: (laughs) I did think the whole semi-island vibe was very interesting. Because I never really pictured palm trees in Star Wars.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And it also felt very like Vietnam to Mm. me. You know, from all the times I've been in Vietnam. (laughs) Based on movies I've seen about times in Vietnam.
0: (laughs) It felt very like war movie as opposed to space war movie i guess yeah i didn't pick up on that only because the beach scene that they used was more like a vacation scene or looked more like a vacation scene like a vacation postcard to me than than my times in nam
1: well (laughs) yeah i don't know that's just what it reminded me of
0: yeah that makes sense or like storm in the
1: beaches type Mm -hmm. of like war thing i'm not i don't watch war movies (laughs) that's not really my thing i'd rather not romanticize that thank you
0: uh the other actor that i wanted to give a shout out to because i know he's listening (laughs) is donnie yen (laughs) (laughs) who as i said was i think i feel like i feel like i have to rewatch it again but i think he was my favorite character the first time through the um the blind Mm -hmm. jedi i don't know if he was officially a jedi i feel like he was like something between jedi and not Jedi, yeah. <laughs> it's something
1: else. It was a really
0: interesting character because mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't quite a Jedi, but he had very Jedi aspects to him. The impression that I got is that since he and Baze Malbus were um, guardians of the temple where they harvest the rocks for lightsabers, mm-hmm. I got the impression that there's some sort of power in that, that like, the force is like concentrated, and so mm-hmm. they like being in proximity to that and being religious folks have have like been imbued with some of the force without actually training in it mm-hmm. it's is like the impression that i got
1: almost like radiation poisoning yeah <laughs>
0: force poisoning <laughs> i guess like as a
1: character he didn't really like stick with me but i thought it was a good different character and something that they haven't really done before him and like bays were both sort of i don't even have labels for their like character you know like he's not really a Jedi but he sort of has those things and he obviously believes in the force and like he obviously has some sort of control over certain
0: things but like I don't even know what to classify Baze as. I would classify Chirrut was his character's name Dunian as the sort of the spiritual heart of the group i guess because mm-hmm. he was like kind of kind of zen and he would have his little like zen inputs and they've kind of got the zen thing going on except chirit is uh, the controlled one mm-hmm. and then baze is like the the live wire yeah <laughs> spiritual live wire basically where he's he's still spiritual and he's still fighting for the good guys but he's also kind of explosive which yeah. is cool and he's like also chill at the same time like um Jin and Cassian are having their emotional confrontation. And then Cassian's like, anyone else mm. like want to mess with me? And Bay's just like, he's, he's like laying down on the stairs and he just like drops back. And I was like, yeah, that guy's chill. Yeah.
1: I feel like they definitely operate sort of under their own like umbrella as far as what they do. They're like, yeah, we're
0: kind of with you guys, but yeah. like kind of crazy. So yeah. <laughs> we'll just be over here. Yeah, I like that. They're just like riding the ship to to where they need to go. Yeah. What can we wrap it up with? Hope. Hope. In conclusion, hope. Uh, Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast, Katie. Uh, Anything else that you'd like to say in closing about Rogue One, Star Wars, or any other movie or book?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think I feel like I've turned this into a book podcast (laughs) instead, but um, no, it was fun. Uh, Thanks for having me. I don't podcast too much. I'm not invited onto people's podcasts (laughs) very often. Just... (laughs) You know, throwing that out
0: there. I'll start three more and invite you to all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. I love Star Wars. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on. And in conclusion, The Force, the Force is with, with me, me, and I am with The Force. Bring it on. I'm a popcorn flower. I am like popcorn, yo. I'm a
1: cute little colonel. I ain't all that tall. I've been loving popcorn since after the mica haul. I'm a popcorn flower. Don't be mad at me because I'm Fraud, I'm a popcorn fraud, cause I get it with my tongue. Care up in the count, I can't wait to get on. So I saw it in my seat with my water in my twist of Frog Popcorn, like us popcorn should you ought to do. If you wanna follow suit, no one to catch your tongue like a little cat
0: all cat interruptions are welcome. You hear me? <laughs> if you wanna come over here and be cute? No one's stopping you. <laughs> it adds to the atmosphere. I'm laughing at my hilarious diarrhea oh, joke. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at my hilarious diarrhea <laughs> joke. <laughs> What's she doing? She's just like in
1: between her toes. Because she's filthy. I don't know if I could drink the
0: whole thing. I'd probably. I oh. It's like things be a little drier, I think. Yeah. Is like other rhubarb thing I thought that's really dry? Mm-hmm. The strawberry, I guess? It's not dry. It's wet. It's very wet. It's <laughs> wet. <laughs> it's a very wet rhubarb. <laughs> okay, um.